Are you ready? Joe Dirt is the dirty one. I'm here in full effect. You can catch me at chocolatethunder6969 at gmail.com. Whatever one you want to put. Big Dog, he's the knowledgeable one. All men are not players. There's a difference between being a player and being a cheater. Veli Vell is cool as hell. He's just cheap as hell. Christmas tree needers. Guess what, people? The day after Christmas is the day for 50 and 75% off. All seasonal item people. Cousin Lamar is a businessman, but he's not easily impressed. Said can be an asshole, but he's funny as hell. Might take my time to the South Beach or something. <laughs> take your time to the South Side. <laughs> Kayla is a good girl. Just don't piss her off. See, the problem with you guys is you be making your little side bitches feel like they're the girlfriends, too. So now you got a girlfriend yeah. and a wife, yeah. who does that? a baby yeah. mama, and all these bitches who have this emotional attachment to you, and that's why you keep getting caught the fuck up. International D, well, he's single. But if you mess with some cougars, then you ain't got the right side chick. Because she ain't going to take care of your ass. She's just going to be a piece of ass, and she don't want you to take care of her. And I'm CB, the leader of Inside the Cave. And I'm really not a chauvinistic prick. And that's why I said women don't have side pieces. They just get dick every now and then. And that's all a guy wants to give you in the first place. But I just enjoy playing one on this podcast. Inside the cave. Hey, but this show is great. Turn around and interview you for having the best podcast in the nation. Preach! You would not believe it. You would not believe it. Thought provoking. Ignorance. Special guest interviews. And the cave crush. Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Inside the Cave. And if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, follow us. We'll follow you back. We're new to SoundCloud, trying to get the numbers up. And if you like this episode, go ahead and like, like the show, hit the heart button, and give us a little feedback. We'll take it all. I am CB at I'm the real CB. Next to me always is the host of the Dirt Sheets, Joe Dirt. Yes, sir. You can catch me on uh, Joe Dirt Sheets on the IG. And you can always email me at uh, chocolatethunder6969 at <laughs> gspot.com. Gspot.com. Yeah, all right. All right. That's the International D. The International Lover is here. Yeah, what's up, fellas? All right. All That's right. That's all we get. That's all we get. That's all uh, you gonna get. Yeah, I don't have no chocolate G spots or anything like that. But I don't I know. Ain't putting no IGs out there because I don't need none of these chicks going after me. You know. All right. I don't know if dog and uh is showing up or not, but uh we got a good show for you today. We got the cave crush Nia Dorsey today. We got interviewing Nia Dorsey. She's been she'll be on Wildin' Out. 
uh, season eight or nine, whatever this is, but she'll be on there this this coming season, and she's done a lot of music videos with Yo Gotti and a bunch of other people from Memphis. Cave Crush, Nia Dorsey, uh, Kayla's not in today, but we have subbing in for Kayla. Uh, I've been knowing this girl for a while. Uh, some of us known her a little bit longer than others, though. But welcome to Inside the Cave. She's gonna be doing news, gossip, rumors, and reality. I'm just gonna call her Cat. What's up, Cat? What's up, y'all? And I don't have an Instagram or none of that, so you're going to have to snail mail my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I like this. I like this. I like this. Uh, well, I did her interview already, so I think she's good to go. Do you have any questions you would like to ask her to make sure she's official for the job, Joe? No. Uh, D, you can ask her some questions. No, oh, okay. I mean, D, you want to uh, vet? We got history. Oh, so so she's good. We don't need to do any more uh, question and make sure well, she's okay. How often do you curse? Uh, as often as I can. All right. Can we please <laughs> not not do as much if you can? If you if you can find some other words to use instead of cuss words. Uh, I might know a few more. All right. I really appreciate that. All right, Cat. You don't know if have you ever listened to the show or not, but we start the show off with this. CB's quote of the week. CB's quote of the week. CB's quote of the week. I sexual relations with that one. You can fool some of the people some of the time. Most of the people most of the time. You gotta beat the man. But you can't fool all of the people all of the time. I am the greatest. Inside the cave with CB. All right, my quote of the week. Is it a quote or was it a paragraph? It's a quote. It's a quote. It's a quote. This week's quote of the week comes from a guy that all of us on this show know, except Cat. Uh, his name is Dirty Rat. I call him Big Rat. And he and the Big Rat now is a uh, a Muslim. He's in he's in the Muslim face, and he he always says this. I can tell the things that you don't know by the things that you do know all right let me say that again i can tell the things that you don't know by the things that you do know the reason why i'm using that as my quote of the week for those that don't know i have just now finally came back on facebook i've been off facebook for five years i finally joined facebook i came back because somebody got to work and promote this show so that's what i came back on there for and unlike the rest of us on this show, I am the only one that actually has white friends that I keep in contact with. The rest of these guys, they don't know any white people. I know white. I know you don't. I have. I'm the only one on this show that has white friends. I know I, D. <laughs> but look, here's the thing. I go on my white friends page on Facebook. It is much different from my black friends page on Facebook. For instance, I might go on, these are just examples of names. I can go on my white friends page. You might see a, a name of Wesley Daniels or Wesley K. Daniels. Or you might see a name uh, Marla E. Kramer. And you might go under their post and it might say something like this. Great team meeting today. Can't wait to get home to see the kiddos. That's it. Or you might see a post like this. Ah, it's kind of cold outside. Can't wait till the temperature warms up. Something simple like that. But when I go on my black friends page, 
you might see some names like this. Gary G-Ball Davis or Daryl T-Bone Turner. And then you got uh, Kevin Killer Daniels or uh, here's one, Tyrone T-Ride Jackson. And here's my favorite one, uh, a Veli Vell. <laughs> I don't know exactly what a Veli Vell is, but these are the kind of names that my black friends have on Facebook. Uh, Kenny Big Daddy Williams, and you know, it's always something with us on, black, on Facebook. And of course, my black friends, they will post, make posts a little bit different from my white friends. Post to be something like this. Uh, on air thing, Joe. Like these are real posts. On air thing, Joe. A motherfucker got one more time. No, no. A motherfucker got one more again. Say something else about me not taking care of my kids, and I'm going upside her head. Those are real posts from my black friends and it, it gets worse with the women you might see a post from uh tatiana delicious something like that and it might say something like my baby daddy ain't ish uh i wish he'd take care of his responsibility i should have never slept with his ass in the first place these are the posts that my black friends make and it made me think now i get it why white people cringe when black people move into their neighborhoods because some of you guys facebook page is the equivalent to uh that one house on the corner in the nice neighborhood that never cuts his grass never does the bushes there's a hole in the window that they put a sock in it to cover it up. And he got, he got a weight bench outside, a snowball. They selling snowballs and pickles and stuff like that. Some of your Facebook pages. You ain't got to come to my house no more, man. <laughs> some, of your, some of people's <laughs> Facebook pages is the equivalent to that one low-down, raggedy house that the white people cringe when they move in and they end up moving out that neighborhood. I swear, I don't get some of y'all Facebook pages. I mean, the, the memes and stuff like that. I can tell the things that you don't know by the things that you do know. Do know, how do you expect to get a job when you have a name like Tatiana L Luscious Davis? Like, why do you gotta put all that up? Why can't you just have a regular name? Why because do you have to got nicknames? How come white people can't have nicknames? I don't see them. I'm the real CB. No, that's not my Facebook name. See, let me tell you something, Joe. Well, no, ain't that one of your names or one of your that's, social media? That, that is okay. A, then. That is a Twitter name. I'm glad you said uh, all right, that. Then. Let me explain to you about Facebook. And it's the same thing. I want Facebook ain't a uh, not a work or a proper thing. Ah, uh, brother, that's let, for me, friends. let me tell you something, brother. When when you when you go apply for a job, the man they check your. Facebook. I apply for plenty. They hardly ever check Instagram and Twitter. They check. They're gonna go right to your Facebook. And let me tell you something else, brother. When I, I got a guy that's working for us now. He told us that our website is our real estate. That is very important. That is our home page. And if you don't have your own website, your Facebook page is your home page. People judge you by your home page. See, 
Twitter and Instagram, those are just cards. Your Facebook page is your home page. People are going to judge you by your home. No, so they people, should judge you by Facebook. So, so if you, you know how many people got fake Facebooks out there? If you go, if do I, you know how many people got fake if I can, Facebooks out if, there? If I can look you up directly and find you on Facebook, and the first thing I see is these is these crazy memes and all this. Okay, kind but of how stuff. you know that's my Facebook? I, I'm telling you, brother, they do it. They get your email. You ain't just having experience in human resources. Uh huh. That one of the things uh, that we discussed with that was beginning when I was there was uh, making sure that our employees didn't have our logo on certain pictures on Facebook. Okay. So one thing that as human resources I had to look for was to make sure that they didn't have our logo on holding a 40 ounce smoking a blunt at the strip club. Right. Again, that's company, you know, logo and you don't want them to represent you there. So People are definitely checking, especially companies. They have people that check to make sure that you are representing their company well. But I think there is a separation between Facebook being professional and your fun Facebook page and being able to express what you want to express. Can, can I ask you a question, though? Yeah. Uh, if you're a human resource and you did that, you saw the name uh, Courtney on a black man's post, <laughs> you wouldn't even look any further, would you? <laughs> Yes, I would. I wouldn't judge a person by their name. And so to further that, I think that it is important that we put ourselves out there well. I think you should be represented very well. And of course, if I get your even email address, if I get your email address and you, you know, Mr. Longstroke 69, that's going to definitely change my view on do I want you to work for my company. I didn't so. change my Facebook name. Hey, 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 what was that? What was that? Hey, Kat, what was that name again? Oh yeah, I love that stuff. That's all I want them to do. There was on the uh, <laughs> the, the uh, marriage website, the yeah, well, sites. What's what's that that? Yeah. <laughs> just, people should be aware how they represent themselves anywhere they go, even on Facebook. Because I definitely, you know, as a coworker, don't want to see you and your baby daddy punching each other down on a live, you know, feed. That's not what I particularly want to be. And I block people. I may not, you know, tell them that they're blocked or, you know, unfollowed, but if you a little too rocket with it, I will, you know, block Latrice getting money all the time. Cat, that's why I'm trying to figure out why do people have to have all this why can't it just be a regular name, man? You know what I'm saying? Just have a one simple name why does it have to be because they express their personality white people yeah. don't do that stuff right. well white people different yeah. they also there's reason why they're a lot more successful than a lot of us too Nah, that ain't the reason yeah, well. they, they go deeper and than that's that that's just no ratchet white folks then because i know white people who you know they do a lot of ratchet stuff on their facebook pages and could care less if they both see so I, I i don't okay i, I can't what? say that well, I gotta say, the white people that I know know how to act on Facebook. Now, if you're on Instagram, I tell people Instagram and Snapping Chats and and uh, and Twitter and all that stuff. It's a lot different than Facebook. I'm telling you, Facebook, you, they go directly to you, man, on Facebook. I'm telling you, they get all your information on Facebook. So, I mean, you think I can... there's a difference? You think there's a difference between what you can put on Twitter and what you put on your Facebook? I think it's a difference because it's, it's easier to find you on Facebook than it is on Twitter. 
No, it ain't. Twitter's supposed to be more professional anyway. Nah, no. It's yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it's supposed to be more professional than Facebook. Nah, no, it's not. Let me, I, 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 yes, it is. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah, you don't know every damn thing. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. Facebook is... Facebook is not a professional website. Facebook is like the family reunion. Everybody's on there. Your mom, your grandparents, your kids... Everybody, no, everybody not on Facebook. Twitter is the elite club. Everybody, that's what I just said. Twitter is an elite club. Every, Ain't that what I just everybody said? doesn't get noticed there. That's like going to the the billionaire spot in the casino where it costs like where Michael Jordan is gambling at. That's where Twitter is. Ain't that what I just said? I know, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's it's but harder. It's harder to find you. What I'm it's harder to find someone on Twitter. All right, it's hard to get noticed on Twitter compared to. Facebook, where it's easier to find you. Instagram is the is the party everybody's. Not just what I just say. Twitter is more professional than Facebook. Twitter is, but yeah, Twitter. Okay, okay, you're right. I'm sorry, Joe. You're right. All right, but like that. Once again, for everybody that has these uh, crazy names on uh, Facebook, and like I said, the names I was just making up. Around, I, these are not real names. I'm just making I'm them up. On Facebook and tell all of them too. <laughs> I'm just making. I'm just making them up. <laughs> I'm just making them up. They're not real names, but. I can tell the things that you don't know by the things that you do know. All right? Here's something on right here. That didn't sound good. <laughs> better, uh, <laughs> edit that. I got to edit that, man. All right, man. All right, so that was my quote of the week. All right, Kayla's not here, but let's get into it. News, rumors, gossip, and reality with Cat. Reality. Nigga, I don't want no bitch from reality shows. Out of touch with reality hoes out in high. Inside the cave. With Kayla. What you got, Kat? <laughs> All right, guys. I got a couple stories for you. First, uh, Derek Fisher was fired from the Knicks, but according to reports, he was flirting with girlfriends and wives of the players. As we know, Bill Jackson handpicked him in 2004 to coach the Knicks. However, uh, his seasons were kind of terrible. The 2015 season was the franchise worst at 17 to 65. Uh, this year, uh, they're about 23 to 31, but they lost the last five games they played. And they played, uh, they, I'm sorry, they lost nine out of the 10 games they just last played. So, yeah. uh, so according to TMZ, they're saying that um, Matt Barnes's baby mama, you know, uh, she's still in the picture, I guess, with Derek Fisher. And as we know, Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes had a little bit of beef regarding uh, Gloria Govan. But two days ago, she posted a picture and uh, there was a lot of people in this picture and including uh, Derek Fisher. He was in the picture as well. Uh, and she immediately took it down. But there has been a lot of controversy surrounding not only her, but other players uh, accusing him of being a little flirtatious with their girlfriend. So uh, right now he's unemployed and on vacation with Gloria Govine. What do you guys think about that? They cuff your chick. <laughs> What'd you say, D? I say cuff your chick. I ain't mad at Derek Fisher. He's doing whatever. That, he just got fired, so he's free to do it. I mean, even when he was coaching him, he's like, y'all niggas ain't going to play for me. Then I'm going to go play for your woman. But, you know, I don't think Derek Fisher got fired. I think he quit. 
I think that he. Mm, I don't think he quit. I think he, he quit. Fired. I think Phil got rid of his ass. Nah. The I, business insider does say that uh, the brass was saying that he had a lack of commitment to the quote unquote triangle offense. Uh, I guess that was the type of offense that Phil Jackson wanted to specifically impose on the players, and he wasn't following that very well. And they also said that because of his relationship with some of the players, their trust was uh you know kind of shaky on him as well he was so like, it's hard to be the coach when don't nobody really like you all that much so. yeah or he was messing with tim hardaway jr chick too oh yeah, yeah. Last year. they and they had to go and talk to uh phil about it wow yeah i i, I That's don't what it is it's about the it's about the women they ain't got nothing yeah. to do because that triangle i don't believe that because he played under the triangle all them years so he really he knows all about the, the triangle got him all them rings so it ain't about the triangle it's about him taking other people women mm. yeah but that's why I'm saying I think that he quit because they haven't played Memphis yet and I think that Memphis game is coming up pretty soon and I, I don't think you want to see Matt Barnes so I think it was probably he his, quit he got fired I think that's he quit happened. I really think he quit their statement is that they thought he wasn't progressing as well as they would have hoped as a coach mm-hmm. like, on the day off well, here's my prediction. I think Dwight Howard is going. Dwight Howard and Ke- either Dwight Howard or Kevin Durant or both of them are going to the Knicks next year. No, they're not. And the Knicks will be in the NBA Finals within the next two years. No, they won't because they're not. What you just said? What you said? Yeah, write it down. Take it to take it to Vegas. Dwight Howard ain't going nowhere because don't nobody like him. Yeah, and Kevin Durant. For- Phil yeah, loves he's going to L.A. somewhere. Nah, Phil loves yeah, him. Yeah. But the Durant, the, the, uh, the White Howard might. The White Howard sucks. All right, what else you got, Kayla? Oh, sorry. What else you got, Cat? Uh, all right, <laughs> Jackie Robinson West baseball team yeah. is going to sue the Little League. As we know, uh, Jackie Robinson won the Great Lakes qualification tournament to own them a to send them to uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania for the annual Little League Showcase. They wind up winning that and then won the U.S. championship, but they lost to Korea in the international championship. The issue was, uh, and the complaint is stating, that Little League was aware that the potential residency issues of the children of JRW parents, but they chose to ignore and or deliberately conceal these facts in order to garner higher ratings, publicity, money, uh, and other things for the defendant Little League. So they're basically saying that even they knew before they even went to the Little League World Series that those children weren't qualified, but they continued it because it was a great story. Uh, they're suing ESPN. Uh, they're suing Stephen A. Smith for defamation. They're saying that, uh, you know, he went on TV saying that the coach fabricated yeah, a lot of the documents. And uh, they're saying that that's defamation, that they, you know, he was one of the people to try to give this team a bad name. Uh, so the chronological order is that they finished the season, but then they were told they were ineligible to continue, but they went to the World Series anyway. So according to DNAinfo.com and uh, Yahoo Sports, they're basically trying to get vindication for the children. They want for, you know, their uh, reputation to be intact. So mm-hmm. do you guys agree that they should sue? Uh, yeah, they should because this stuff has been going on for years. And uh, I tell you what, you opened up this can of worms, it's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to trickle down because I tell you what, uh, I don't want to say no name, so no name, no blame, but you look at every recruiter, every recruitment coming out of high school, it's all done illegal. All you, AAU, all that stuff, it's all a money scheme. 
And I think they just dropped a hammer on these boys because they were just good. And they were they all did, black. They, they was all black. They were all, all black. People in all them other states that yep. have all them teams that come there with all them white dudes on there, yep. they do all that. They do it all I mean, the time. I mean, they do that. Every, and, and you don't even have to be going to play in a uh, Little League World Series. They're doing that in Bellwood. Yep. And take all the good kids and put them all on one team yep. from all these different places just to win a little, little local uh Championships. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope they sue the hell out of everybody. And I love Stephen A. But I remember that episode, and Stephen A. was he? he I, I think Stephen A. was in the middle of a contract between ESPN and a couple other places before he decided where he was going to go when he was saying all that stuff. I don't know was he trying out for Fox or what, but he went real hard on them, and, and uh, it was terrible. But I remember that. Uh, D, what you? How you feel about it? Uh, I, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying about what Stephen A was doing. Basically, he was trying to get paid with him, and he was he was selling out for for what he said. Because I don't think just listening to him talk sometimes that's usually not the, the side that he he sways with. So I think right. he was just he, he was trying to get 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 a contract, and he was playing. He wasn't trying to get done like your boy. Uh, what's his name? Who got fired? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the radio dude. Colin. Colin. Yeah, he wasn't trying to get Colin. <laughs> he wasn't trying to end up on Fox Sport. Fox Sport gave him a nice check, though, man. But what else you got, Kat? Uh, a sad story from uh, Cleveland.com. As we know, Tamir Rice, who was a 12-year-old shot by police in Cleveland last year, his family. And, and let me phrase this by saying that I think the article title is a little misleading. Uh, it says that the family is being sued by Cleveland for a $500 ambulance ride. But... Uh, Here's what specifically happened. The boy needed an ambulance, and we all received a bill from the ambulance. However, uh, the attorney, Sobat Chandra, uh, says that this was an insult to his homicide. The mayor, Frank Jackson, he's saying that it was a complete mistake, that it shouldn't have been sent to him, that it should have been flagged and sent to the mayor. Uh, and so uh, it was just everyone doing their job. You know, the bill getting to them was just, you know, protocol the way it's supposed to go. However, the, the city is saying that uh, this was just not fair to him or his family. So uh, what do you guys think about the $500 ambulance ride? They called it the ambulance support. I, I, I wish LeBron James would have just paid that 500 for that family. I wish he would have just came out and just said, "I'm, I'm gonna pay this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna front this 500 and just, and just left it at that and made the city look real stupid. Don't, well, don't, as of today, as of today, city mayor, uh, May, I'm sorry, Frank Jackson, the mayor Frank Jackson says he will pay it, so the city will basically eat the 500 dollars charges as of today. Yeah, and they should. Okay, how about how about they before that e that even goes out in the mail that they they make sure that that doesn't even happen in the first place, so we're not even talking about. It they don't right care. Now. They don't care. I mean, I can't imagine a family receiving the bill. I'm sure it was salt in a wound to them. However, I have to, you know, look at it from both sides that, you know, it shouldn't have been sent out. He's right. But I don't think they should have got it and took it as an insult. I think they should have just got it and been like, that's terrible. You know, I don't think that the city purposely did it, but, you know, we all get bills if we take an ambulance. Yeah. But Kat, I tell you this: if somebody would have killed my kid, every little thing that y'all do wrong, I'm gonna put that shit. In. For real, Make ain't sure that the whole world knows. For real, what else you got, Kat? 
Lamar Odom makes his first appearance since his coma at Fashion Week in New York with Khloe Kardashian. U.S. Weekly reports that after him being hospitalized last fall, he and his estranged wife, Khloe Kardashian, and the family went to the Yeezus Season 3 Fashion Week show in Madison Square Garden on Thursday. Everyone was very happy to see him when he arrived. Everybody clapped and was glad he was there. And they said he actually looked very happy. If you remember, Lamar Odom was in a coma for 72 hours after being found unresponsive in a Nevada brothel, possibly for an overdose. Mm. You guys happy to see Lamar back out? Uh, how long is it going to be before he's going to be back in the next brothel but you know that uh, the thing I take from that story is is that is the weirdest place to be at like I don't know what's more weirder Kanye's fashion week show or where Lamar Odom was at that brothel because I don't know if y'all seen them pictures man those people I mean I know it's a runway show but those people look like like a like a thriller video man those people look terrible Oh my God! I w- I wouldn't buy nothing that Kanye was selling that night, except for his album. That's the only thing I would buy that I saw that night. I mean, Let me ask you guys: What do you guys think about Khloe Kardashian standing next to her boo? Like, even though you know the situation went down, he was found in a brothel. They're still calling him oh, her, her, his wife. Well, so, she she left yeah. him. That's why he was, was in the kicking brothel with James Harden at the time. Yeah, yeah she left she him. He was kicking it at the brothel. Yeah, but she left him. That's what made him go to the brothel. I'm sure he knew the way there before they, she left him. You can't prove that. <laughs> Double page that after she walked out. You can't prove that. We only we only state the facts here. I, I think I she. I think her and her mama gonna find some way to make something out of this. Oh yeah, they already did. Duh. I think they already have. Yeah. I mean, the episode of him, uh, the night that it happened, I think it has already aired. Uh, you know, they didn't show Chloe as much, but they did show the family's reaction, and everyone was very concerned for him. Yeah, man. Why she just can't be a loyal white woman? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ain't nothing. Ain't listen. The Kardashians are a lot of things. Loyal ain't exactly. one of them. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. They they know how to 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 what's what's the right word, Joe? Manipulate. Manipulate the situation. That's right. Yeah. Well, I think Kanye was happy to see him because Kanye kind of in there by himself. So it's nice to have another, Kanye. you know, another brother back in the family. So he got Tiger. That, that yeah. Tiger. Kanye just as crazy as they are. That is a weird family. Yeah. Kanye just as weird as they I are. I mean, so. Kanye West, that is, that is like the worst bowl of jambalaya you ever can see. Kanye West, Lamar Odom, Tiger, Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner. The Kardashians. Uh, nah, that's why I knew James Harden wasn't gonna last. I mean, yeah, My add sprinkle little James. Bruce and Caitlyn, like they were two separate people. I mean, yeah, they are. Oh, I mean, uh, gosh, I mean. So by the way, that OJ documentary is getting better and better. If anybody's watching that on FX, that is a. Uh, I'm, I'm on OJ's side. OJ didn't do it. I'm convinced. Hey, how the hell they got what's the name playing OJ? Cuba Good. Cuba Good. Cuba Good don't look nothing like OJ or sound. Nothing it's, like it. It's starting to believe, be believable to me. I'm starting to believe it. I don't think he was busy either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm starting to like you, cat. What else you got? 
Uh, I heard you guys talk about this before we started. Stevie J tells Nick Cannon on Wildin' Out about sleeping with Mariah Carey. According to thesource.com, Stevie J and Jocelyn Hernandez were promoting their reality show and they were a guest on Wildin' Out. Apparently, Stevie J was doing like a rhyme and he slipped in how he slept with Nick's ex-wife. Uh, not once, but twice. Yeah. Nick replied, by mentioning that Hernandez had slept with Rick Ross. Well, you know how it gets. These two individuals got in each other's face and it got real. The producer stepped in and told, uh, Nick told Stevie J so poetically and cliche, you'll never work in this town again, you know. So what do you guys think about Stevie J rat face well, uh, being wild and out? Well, Nick, Nick Cannon saying that Stevie J is never going to work in this town again, I mean, that's nothing because he's really not working anyway. He's just filming. But uh, I tell you what, uh, I can see why Nick Cannon, like saying that, what, what's that girl? What's the girl's name? I don't keep up with real. What's the girl Stevie J is messing with? Jocelyn Hernandez. Jocelyn, and Jocelyn. the only reason why I know this, y'all, is because I had to do research this morning. I've never seen their show a day yeah, in my life. I, I couldn't I, tell I, you what the planets look like or anything. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah but, these but, two individuals who are not rappers, neither one. I know Stevie J writes, but he doesn't have, like, you know, an album out per se. Stevie J was a... Steve, I guess they thought they were funny and creative. Yeah, Stevie and, J, now Stevie J used to be a dope producer. He produced for Biggie and, all, and Faith and all them. So he used to be the shit in the 90s. And that's when Mariah Carey was making yeah, her come say, up. Wasn't she the shit in the 90s? Was Nick Cannon even born? How old was he in the That's 90s? what I'm saying. So, like, you know, you figure Nick Cannon, I mean, uh, Stevie J being a dope producer, Mariah Carey probably had to do what she had to do to to, to get that heat from, from uh, Stevie J. Now, saying that Jocelyn is a, uh, what's, what's the girl's name? Stevie J wanted to see what that Mimi looked like. What, 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 what's the girl's name again? What are we talking about? What's her name? I Jocelyn Hernandez. Jocelyn, yeah, okay, now... Saying that she slept with Rick Ross, so what? She's a nobody. But saying Mariah Carey slept around, that's going to hurt more than uh, than uh, saying something about Johnson. See, the thing is, uh, all them dudes that get on there make jokes about Mariah. Yeah. But I think that Nick could take them because he knew that that stuff ain't never happened. Right. But I think he knew yeah. that Stevie slept with uh, or that Mariah was, you know, slept with uh, Stevie. So... That probably hurt him but a little ain't more. He not, is he married to her still? Nope. No. Okay, so why are we getting all caught up in our feelings on somebody that slept with, yeah, you know? I, I, and I was about to say, he wasn't even with her in the 90s. Like, why would you be mad? Because she had sex before she married you. Because yeah. there's Nick Carey. Yeah, I wish somebody would say they slept with my ex-wife. I'd say, I'm sorry for you, nigga. <laughs> but, you know. But, but you wasn't Nick, Nick Carey, though. Yeah. Nick Who was Nick Carey? <laughs> That's what Joe is calling Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick Cannon. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. But no, I don't think I would get mad about Mariah. I wouldn't get mad about no Stevie Day, uh, Jocelyn Hernandez, her, her ratchet ass. All Ugas as far as I'm concerned. But you know, I think what uh, I think what Nick's problem is the fact that, like, you know what I mean? Like, Mariah Carey is, is probably, you can probably assume she has slept with Puffy and Jay-Z and Dame and all those guys, too. But those guys, you know, are doing much better. Like, if you think about it, you don't care who your woman sleeps with unless she sleeps with someone, one of the lowest peak, one of the lowest, lowest pieces of shit there is. And that's what a lot of people look at Stevie J and uh, Jocelyn is, you know. They're like the bottom, you know. She so got you, your kids, though, man. She got your kids. You locked in there for life. Yeah. Right, just let that shit go. Yeah, that's, I think it just hurt. Thing. I think it just hurt them because it was Stevie mm -hmm. J. And, and it's like, man, you a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Like... 
you ain't nothing. Like, wow. You shouldn't have had him on the show, then. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you would have thought they would have discussed that before the show, before the tapings and everything. But I guess not. What else you got, Kat? All right. Last but not least, Beyonce is being called a racist for her performance at the Super Bowl. Now, according to Fox News, uh, there is an anti-Beyonce protest rally in front of the NFL headquarters planned for this Tuesday, February 16th. There's also a hashtag boycott Beyonce uh, addressing the performance on Twitter if you want, or you can boycott Beyonce uh, at their sign-up page, boycott Beyonce. Uh, There is an urban youth minister by the name of Patrick D. Hampton from Chattanooga, Tennessee. He is the one that created the page. And he said, according to Fox News, and I quote, I'm tired of Black Lives Matter. I'm tired of the new Black Panthers. I'm tired of seeing Black women on TV twerking. I'm tired of the racial division. He also continued, the Super Bowl was supposed to be a time to escape all of the nonsense, but Beyonce just ripped open another wound, and America is responding. How do you guys respond? Well, first, that wound already been there. She didn't rip open no another wound. This dude, what is he, some kind of Stacey Dash or something? And, and here's that with that bull crap man look these uh rockers and all these uh white uh music stars they go on stage with a confederate flag and looking all uh backwoods and white don't nobody come out and say nothing I about know, but, them but, but no look. but they're saying that they, that beyonce did it on america's biggest stage so, and i'm, I'm happy that she did it because she I, took a stand and spoke out yeah and actually and, and guess what she about to drop that that concert right now they're mad because they children are out there asking for that money to buy them tickets and they're gonna go about yeah. to sold out in minutes and here's the thing she didn't she you know here's the problem with guys guys are just turning into weak just just weak 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 i see i got into it with somebody on twitter about this so you're telling me that a bunch of women come out with leather hot shorts coochie cutter shorts and hot thigh high boots with six inch heels afros you know how the heels well i mean i'm just assuming it was like those stripper heels but anyway you telling me that's intimidating? Like as a as a man, how can you say you're intimidated by a woman? Number one, and then intimidated by a woman with high heels on. Like seriously, like there was nothing. If you're a man and you saw Beyonce's performance and that intimidated you, that's a you problem, brother. No, they're just mad because so she serious. brought up the uh, Black she, Lives Matter. She stuff. didn't bring up nothing in that performance. She, she, they're just going by that because of the video she dropped the day before and what she had on. Like, seriously, I'm a guy. I looked at me and Joe, we watched Super Bowl together. I didn't even, wasn't looking at her afro. You know why? You know why? Because I was too busy looking at those long legs and the ass and those titties bouncing. I'm a guy. So how could you as a guy look at Beyonce performance and be intimidated and angered by that? Brother, you got a you problem. Damn, you making it seem as if, A, her approach was to intimidate. Uh, I think that if somebody felt intimidated, again, you're right, that's their own personal uh, decision. Uh, But I do think that she is a performer. 
and that is her job to represent how she feels about whatever issues. To me, I think we're putting this on her. We're putting that she's speaking for Black Lives Matter. We're putting that she speaks. She never said it. She might have never said it, you know, uh, subliminally or however. But I think we're interpreting this like it's an equation, like it's a math thing. I think Black folks should really just kind of cool out and let this lady do her job, which is to entertain. And that's what I'm saying, Kat. How could you as a guy look at that performance and, and not see as a guy? Like I could see like how girls, what girls will see, they will see, oh that's what, oh yeah, I like how she hit that step and how she sing and dance at the same time. But well, as a no, not at, at all. As a girl, as you say, I saw it and it was wonderful to see uh, you know, uh, a woman who's my color, who's my height on TV commanding the presence. I think that that's where the intimidation comes from. That yeah, you were looking at her, you and all the rest of the millions of people. So she commands that presence as a performer, but that's why she's a performer and not a welder. This is why she does what she does. This is why we pay to see her. And I think she's using her platform to be exciting, but I don't necessarily think that people are intimidated in her more so than the uprising. Because then when you have, you know, 50 black women who say, forget it, I'm gonna afro my hair too. Now we got control. And you're right, that should scare any white man out of his socks and shoes. Yeah. Because as a, as a woman employee, I glory in scaring the shit out of a white man at work. I love to challenge what he thinks, and I love to get him to bow down when I'm done with him because I know who I am. I'm a beautiful black woman, and when I'm doing something, you're gonna fight, you're gonna bow down. So I think that, yeah, the intimidation is real, it should be, because hell, her and her offspring have the power to control what these white men are going to do later. And the crazy thing is, I, I feel what you're saying, but me and Joe, we watched that Super Bowl, and I didn't see none of that. That just shows to me that people actually must have replayed that to break down her specific performance to look at that, because all I saw was Beyonce's ass shaking. I'm a guy, all right? The Super Bowl wasn't that good, and I saw Beyonce's ass shaking. That's what I took from that performance. Any guy that saw anything else, brother, you need to go get checked out or have a long talk with. Man, people got agendas. Who the first, first person came out said something was Rudolph Giuliani. Now you on everybody talk show in the morning. Yeah. You got agenda. I mean, you, you got a chance to see one of the most beautiful women in the world with basically in boy shorts on and high heels shake her butt for 15 minutes and you're complaining. You have a. It's a you problem. You 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 complain about Beyonce. That's a you problem. I don't get that. Maybe this 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 you gotta realize this American see, Beyonce ain't everybody cup of tea. Exactly. It's still booty, brother. Black ain't everybody cup of tea. It's still what? booty, brother. George yeah. Washington. George Washington. Our first president was sleeping with black women. Don't tell me that. Oh, I, oh, I, oh you ain't gotta tell me that. But I'm just trying to tell you it's a racist country that. that it's still I'm, booty. I'm say y'all live in because I don't claim it no more. But you know, <laughs> I just work for it. I know, but it's still booty, brother. I don't care. I don't care what you don't. What color you don't like. You got a chance to see one of the most beautiful women in the world shake her butt for 15 minutes, brother, and then have to pay a dime. Everybody don't think like you, dirty man. No, it's not about that. If you're a guy. Man, I don't know too many white guys like a fat ass. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. Right. I, say, I don't think that any white man took offense to it. I think that what, I don't think anybody watching it in the moment was like, oh my God, how racially charged this performance is. We were just like, oh yes, Beyonce, you know, eyebrows don't sleep, bitch. Like, 
we were celebrating what she was doing. But then you give people 20 minutes and now she's racist and she's this. Let's just be real. She's an artist. This is what she does for her job. Right. I don't come down to your job telling you how to do it. So let's let this girl do her job and you keep, you know, like you're saying, you looking for the ass and that's good. You, she got you there. And some people listen for her voice. She got them there. Right. So, you know, let's just let her do her job. Y'all right. think we're digging too deep in it. We're trying to turn her into Harriet Tubman. It's just Beyonce, y'all. <laughs> right. Totally agree, Kat. All right, Kat, you got a question of the day? I do have a question of the day. In honor of Valentine's Day, gentlemen, I have a question. A lot of my friends uh, that I know personally kind of getting their tax money back now, and everybody went to go get their hair done. Mm. And everybody went and got some sort of weed pudding. Mm. And so my question to you, gentlemen, on the brink of Love Day, Valentine's Day, yeah. do you, how do you feel about weed? Do you love it or do you hate it? Okay, and let me just start this Go off ahead, by dude. saying this, that uh, by the time this show has aired, Valentine's Day will have been a coming past. But go ahead, D. I'll let you uh, start. How you feel right, about we got, weed? We already know. We might as well go into the Uga of the week for that shit right there. That's some ratchet <laughs> shit. If you gotta go and spend your bath, your your. T- I had this. Did we talk about this last week about these? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Shit with the damn tax money. Shit, I I I know somebody who did that. All right, we'll I know look. somebody whose child is not having what they're supposed to have because they out there spending their money on that or whatever. That's just that's just some bullshit. That's just ignorant. All right. And Valentine's Day, I think you know what? I think on Valentine's Day, if a dude spend that kind of money on you for you get your hair and all that done or whatever, he might be trying to tell you something. <laughs> all right. Oh well, here's my opinion on weave and all this stuff. Uh, my wife, if at one point I didn't even know when a woman. This is back in the '90s, when like when girls didn't like overdo it with everything. They didn't overdo it with makeup. They didn't overdo it with hair and all that kind of stuff. I used to not couldn't even tell when a woman had a wig or a weave on. It wasn't until my wife told me how what to look for, and I was like, "Oh, now I can tell." So my thing is this: you can do whatever you want to, but why does it have to be to the point where like, oh, I know that's not your hair? I thought the whole point of makeup. And, and accessories and all that kind of stuff was to just uh, give you a little bit of a, uh, is it touch up is the right word? Not not take over, that's my whole thing. I don't understand why. Cause it's like now everybody got the same makeup and everybody damn near looks the same now. I done seen a dark skinned person look your complexion, cat. You know what I'm saying? Like I done seen with these makeup artists and stuff like that, they are- uh, they doing, they turning people the different folks, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't get, I don't have a problem with a woman doing a little bit just to, you know, make yourself, you know, beautiful, you know what I mean? But why does it have to take over? Why do you have to have, why do you have to be bald-headed one day and then have hair down to your, to your feet the next day? And so then be, ba- be bald-headed. Not too much, not, not so extreme with it. Yeah, that's my whole thing. I don't get that. I mean, but, you know, it's a woman's choice. We're liberal on this show. You well, I guess like we spend so much on it as a as a culture, as black women. Like I don't really buy it. I don't use weed per se unless I'm getting some braids or something. But like, you know, we we spend a lot of money on it. And I'm thinking like, well, you know, if men aren't that into it, 
why on earth do we spend so much on it? I mean, if you aren't comfortable with your natural hair, you want to put some in, I'm with you on that. But some women, as you say, take it too far or put too much. But do you guys really like it and you just be faking the funk and telling girls to get natural? Or I know guys that say natural girls' hair, you know, doesn't look as attractive as the weed. You know what I like, Kat? I, I, like, I like the whole surprise of not knowing. All right, I I know I know that I know that women pass gas or fart just like us. I don't, but I want to believe that you don't. I know that y'all take a shit just like us and stink just like us, but I want to believe that you don't. And I know that you that 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 hair might not be yours, but I just want to believe that it is. You know, just keep the, I want to keep the surprise going. That's what I'm saying. I, keep but CB, not everybody can afford not knowing. Them tracks gonna show. <laughs> now, now, Kat, can you confirm for our our friend on the show that white women wear weave too, right? White girls wear weave, and their weave is like uh, like a mathematical equation. Like you gotta melt the top part and clip it around the the root, and then you gotta make sure that the root is on top. Like it's a it's way deeper than white girls putting their weave in. But Guess what, Kat? That's what we call not knowing. <laughs> yeah, you got a good point, D. You got a good point. You got a great point. See, I, mean, I, don't, I don't see what the big stigma is, really. I mean, everybody, grandmama wore a wig. Like, I don't see why all of a sudden maybe we're going out of control. But we but, expect, we ex kind of expect a grandmother, a typical grandmother, because you know she's older and she's probably trying to look like. You know, well, a, a young. When your grandma was running the world, when she was doing her doo wop and singing at the sock hop, you know they. <laughs> well, okay, well I didn't know my grandmother when she was doing that, so I I just know my grandmother as I know her now, and like I if she wants to look a little bit younger and stuff like that, okay, put a wig on. I know you're gray. Put a wig on and stuff like that. I just I just I just rather not know. I don't want to know all the secrets to what it to being a woman. I like to I like that's what keeps guys you know intrigued, man. Like don't, right. don't tell yes. us everything. Yeah. One, one more point, cat. One more point, cat. What you just said about the grandma and doo wop and all that. Uh, when they was doing that, I guarantee it. Don't that hair weave that grandma had her hair? It wasn't on the ground in a parking lot on TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 D, you something else, man. <laughs> so what have we learned? What have we learned here today? Conservative with her too. What have we learned here today, guys? Leave them damn weaves alone. Uh, well, I mean, look. If Don't you let the track show. I think I think what CB said, and I like it, is that there is a certain mystery and mystique to being women anyway. So why don't we just continue the rules, the mystery, instead of just showing up one day, like you said, with no hair at all, and then the next day you come in and her head looks like Miss Seeley from The Color Purple. Like, exactly. I think it's like some consistency in her, in her look. That's what I'm talking about, Kat. All right, Kat, look, we're about to go into this next segment. Uh... It's called Uga of the Week. And uh, I don't know if you know what a Uga is. Do you know what a Uga is, Kat? No, please educate me. Uh, I'll let Danny tell you. Danny, tell her what a Uga is. Because you're the one that came up with that. See, Danny, Daniel has changed a lot since you probably, you know, used uh, to know him. Don't so, say that. Yeah, That's so. Bad. Don't say that. Daniel, tell hey, her. Thank you, Kat. See, I'm happy we got Kat on the show because Kat knows the real me or whatever. Yeah, she... see, see, Kat, you call him Daniel, right? Well, his name on this show is International D. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things, a lot of things have changed about him. So, so. 
Oh, yeah, that guy is long gone. Yeah, guy is long gone. <laughs> so, D, before we get into the segment, tell Cat what exactly an Uga is, brother. All right, so me and my boys, we was out uh, on a trip out in Vegas, and some of my boys decided to uh, uh, entertain some conversations from, from people. They were just, you know, chit-chatting. But the folks they were chit-chatting was these ones with not the, let me just, the, the, the real weave. They was the ones with the tracks and all that, and they was looking real rap. And they just came from the pool too, so you know it was looking hot mess. Like they knew they weren't supposed to be in the pool. And I think and you I said, and I think your exact word the was that, you gotta cut them that off. it smelled like perm by the pool because there was so many black women there. I think that's what you said, but go ahead. I did not say that. I did not say that. I, I did say they need to put some mayonnaise in that shit, but that okay. was that was something different. All right. They were a hot mess. So basically, I was getting irritated because I was trying to get to something real, and we was wasting time. So. I said, leave them damn Ugas alone. So that's where this shit came from. Uh, the, uh, I don't know where the word came from. It just came from my Ugas. And we, 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 we have been thinking on this show that Ugas was just black women. But I guess they don't they don't just have to be black women, though, right, D? No, no, no. They just they can be just ignorant, ratchet, just just a hot mess. Okay. So it's a complete package of ratchetness from looks to attitude to clothes. Like, it's a whole package. Well, it could be a, a, a state of mind. It could be something just stupid that you did. That just so so this week. Hold on, hold on. I gotta introduce it. All right, it's time for International D's Uga of the Week. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. The definition of Uga is pretty much an ignorant, uh, uh, unattractive, not knowing how to act individual. And it can usually be of a certain persuasion. Female with a disease of character and attitude. If you will, a snob. However, some ghetto chick from the west side, south side of Chicago. <laughs> and how many of these ghetto chicks have you slept with? <laughs> my memory doesn't jog back that far. Once again, you said women aren't what? Ain't shit. So what's my favorite word? <laughs> and these are the opinions strictly of these. Here's Danny. Man, what you stopping with this shit, man? <laughs> What you got, right, D? So my, my, this goes back. Remember we were talking about Jordans a week, a couple weeks ago. We were talking about how they was lined up for these Jordans and everything. Mm-hmm. So in Brooklyn, some 17-year-old kid, he decided uh, he wanted to buy some uh, OBO Jordans off some dude on uh, Craigslist. Oh. So he, he goes to meet up with the guy, and he tries to rob the guy of the Jordans. Hmm. So then he, he tries to get away. He thinks he don't got away. And the dude in this car decides to run the kid over and took his whole arm off. Just detached the whole arm. So now that guy, he's been charged for attempted murder. And the kid is, you know, in the hospital. They still trying to reattach his arm. Wow. Now, all of this shit over some goddamn Jordans. This goes back to my point back then. Yeah, and I called Michael Uli. No shit. You got people getting their arms taken off before some damn Jordans. Now, I don't, don't want to put Drake in there, too, because his name is on it. So, I'm going to leave him alone. But this, this is some bullshit right here. So, you're so not going to call Drake a Uga because he looks like you? No, I'm going to call Drake because he have white. That's what you want me to say. No. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. So, yes, this I think I'm going to call both of them Ugas. Okay, for one... You gonna rob somebody of some damn shoes? Two, you gonna run somebody over over some damn shoes? You're both Ugas. This ain't no so, worse than back in the day when people used to get shot over. Over starter it's cap. It's the same shit, man. It's the same shit. But the sad thing is, it's still going on. So if if you allow me, I got somebody. I got another point for my Uga of the week. Okay, okay. Uh, I want to call out some folk. So like we stated, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Okay. 
For 14 It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of Ugas going around. A lot of Ugas, all right. Yeah, you know, and this is because, and I'm going to call them out, for the women that's sitting there tomorrow, Valentine's Day, waiting, they're expecting to get something nice, and they're going to get something nice. Mm-hmm. Because it's Valentine's Day, this nice little holiday we created in America. Yeah. But then they ain't got shit for their man, but some <laughs> draws for them to eat out or whatever the hell y'all do. No, come on, man. Use a Uga. Nah, that's not. Now you know <laughs> you what. You ain't got no gift for your man. You just got nah, nah, to Wait a minute. I, di- I disagree. I disagree, brother. I've been already teaching my son. Okay, look. Every, not everybody is, is desperate for some ass when I get none like you. Okay. So, therefore, I'm talking about. You can't, you nah, get to, you you can't prove get that. You something and then that's all you're going to get is the same shit you get every damn day. You can't that's prove that. Shit. You can't prove that, number one. But number two, I told my kids that Valentine's Day is for women. All right? Valentine's Day is just like... Mother's Day. That is for the woman that you love. That is that has nothing to do with men. Just t- just hey, look. We had we had the su- look. We got the super. Hey D, we had the Super Bowl. All right, Valentine's Day is theirs. That's one day we got to give to to the women. All right, that super is Bowl their day. We're not sharing. I don't look. I'm a guy. I'm an old school guy. I don't even want nothing for Valentine's Day. All right. So that is all about for them. Now I just so, I agree so see, with. Me, answer me this. A- answer me this. Okay. Is head just for women? Is, <laughs> is what just I'm serious? Women? Is, is, what? It, is that just? Is that just? Is that is? If, 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 that just came out of your mouth. Yeah. Oh, he's like, he's a different he's a different guy now, cat. You. I mean, you might not oh know this guy. God. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, D. Um, yeah. Keep on talking. Ta- keep on I talking, think D. That's not fair. I think that men should get gifts for Valentine's. No. Day. I think that there is a little bit of misconception because most women don't know if they the main chick, the sad chick. Oh, you know, you know, you know on Valentine's Day, if you don't get that call on Valentine's they Day. They don't know they play. So you know, you you get a practical gift from somebody, and you're not sure if it's a Valentine's Day gift or not because she bought you, you know, put twenty dollars worth of gas in your tank. She might have thought that was a Valentine's gift. <laughs> but cat, you, you know, you like you know if you. Know, shape boxes or something you know like i think it should be even all the time i think that a woman should give head all the time even not on holidays i think that's important to a relationship but if you're not sure you just a side chick no you're gonna get like beyonce say some red lobster that's it like what you want damn you know, get some little Caesars, some little Caesars pieces. But, but, cat. I'm just saying, but, five dollars. Oh. Man, we about to eat good, Netflix and chill. But it depends <laughs> on, you know, the kind of situation you set up with that chick. If you that nigga, you know how y'all be something. Now I don't celebrate that. Like since when? And you was giving out hearts and fifth, you know, five years old in kindergarten, passing out hearts. All of a sudden, now you don't celebrate with her, like. Some of y'all be playing Valentine's games. So. Okay, but let me tell let me say this, Kat. First of all, you would know if you're uh a side chick or not if you if you see your man on Valentine's Day. If you don't see him on Valentine's Day, that is I, I keep saying that is the one day that women got. All right. If you don't see your man that day, then that ain't your man. All right, I don't care if he has to work or what, you're supposed to see him that day. All right, that is your man. And number two and number two, number two Valentine's Day is supposed to be for women. Now, I don't want to hear all that stuff that men supposed to share. That's the reason why we got a lot of men that walking around with dresses on and skirts on because they want to share the same thing as women do. We're not the same. I got a guy that's pissed off that his wife won't send him some flowers. What type of man wants some flowers? Are you serious? 
don't no man want flowers? no flowers? Why don't he just tell like that's easy peasy lemon squeezy? You want some flowers? I can send you three. Don't no man need no flowers. What does a man that's need flowers for? Like, no, no, that's the flowers. problem. That's the problem in America right now. Men are trying to take. Women are trying their hardest to do what men do, and men are trying their hardest to do what women do. Valentine's Day is Why for the woman. You're giving the word giving a gender all of a sudden. It's no gender to giving. If I love my man, Valentine's Day or Thursday, I'm going to do what I do. Yeah. So I don't think that you should necessarily teach your son to give love to his woman on Valentine's Day. You should teach every day is Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's day. true. But that day is, is is theirs. They can do whatever they want to on that day. That day is for I'm them. I'm definitely teaching my daughter that it doesn't matter what holiday it is. You do you you be right to your man because at uh -huh. the end of the day, it's your work for him, not what he won't for what you're giving and providing and even if he don't ask well, Kat, I got to figure out a way to give it let me ask you a question Kat now our daughter is only 5 years old and they're doing like little cards and stuff in kindergarten and I told her don't you write don't you give no boy no card on Valentine's Day you don't give no boy nothing on Valentine's Day you're supposed to receive on Valentine's Day that's what I told her and I'm I'm, gonna st okay. I'm, I'm sticking by that. I just believe that, man. I'm teaching my son, you give on that day. That, that's the, I, I, I might be conservative. I don't know. But I think that's that... very conservative of you. And you're also, your daughter is giving a message to boys that she has a father at home. So that's a great message she's giving. But I think in, 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 in building her as a strong woman, you should also let her know that sometimes the only card that they'll get, she, that some boys, that anybody, any Valentine's love, they'll get from someone is from your daughter. So I don't think you should prohibit her from giving love to anybody. So if she's not giving the boys a card, maybe she can give the boys a pencil or something to make them better. But she should learn as a woman, there are steps you take to be a better woman to the men around you. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like if I'm going to receive a gift on Valentine's Day, I might as well let you stick my stick your fingers up my ass. I mean, that's that's wow. that's why I feel wow. like I might as well go that to that. That might be again. the gift. Jeez. <laughs> I, might, I mean, I might as well just put some panties on. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. Not like you haven't done that already anyway. Yeah, well, wait a minute, bro. You can't <laughs> prove that. See, you're the type that empowers, though, man. You want no man or whatever. You put it on the pedestal, and it's so much more important than what we got. I'm sorry. The way I right. improve things, whatever, and I do this one more, it's like, look, what I got down there is just as important as what you got down there. But what you're doing is you put it in there. That's, that's up not the here, point, man. What I got it down here. That's what you're doing, and that's the problem we had. That's why dude, so many dudes are struggling out there right now because of people like you. We're supposed it need to be it need to be equal playing. No, it's not. Yeah. Guys are supposed to chase girls. That's the way. No, they don't. That's the way it is. Males chase females. It's like that in the wildlife, brother. That's the way it's supposed to be. But it's the, the, a lot of males not teaching other males how to chase. So we can't exactly. say that you know women can't get a man because he's not chasing okay. her. His daddy wasn't there to show him. How okay, so that is that doesn't mean that my daughter just because you have been taught how to court a woman don't mean that my daughter's gonna start chasing you. Fuck that. No, but but her behavior can teach as well. Yeah. So what you're teaching her is teaching him. I get. I guess. I guess we're going to agree to disagree, but I don't think no man should be accepting flowers and candy and all that kind of stuff. You know, guys should definitely do for their bays, and Valentine's Day is a great way to do it. Is it sweetest day we're supposed to do for y'all? You think or no? I, I think guys are simple. Just fix us a sandwich and give us some head, and we're done. We don't need no special day. Just give us, fix us a sandwich. Let us watch sports and give us some head, and leave us alone. That's all you really got to do. Do that for us every day. And that's sandwiches, it. Sandwiches, head, 
and leave us alone. Alone, That's guys. all you got to do for us guys. That's all you got to do. That's Coming from King Cutlow. <laughs> you can't prove that. <laughs> you can't prove that. All right, D, who would have, who would have thought that your Uga of the Week, or was that Uga of the Week or Question of the Day? What are we doing? No, the Uga of the week. Okay, who would have thought that your Uga of the Week would spark up the kind of conversation that it just did? Good one, brother. All right, we'll be right back. We got the Cave Crush, Nia Dorsey, coming up. Beautiful girl from the South Memphis. She's coming up. We got a nice interview with her coming up. And also, the Dirt Sheets. We'll be right back with more Inside the Cave. You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. On iTunes. Three Lee Films. Yo, this is Joe Dirt, the host of the Dirt Sheets, the best segment on any podcast. Stay tuned for another classic Dirt Sheet coming up. Matter of fact... Don't need to waste your time. Just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show and you can hear the best person on this podcast, which is me. When inside uh, heels on or heels off? Heels on. Oh! Your arms or boy shorts? Oh. So what's your measurement? 36, 24, 40. Uh, Sounds like a great locker combination. Now it's time for this week's Cave Crush of the Week. When inside the cave. All right, welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, you are in luck as you get to look at this beautiful girl we are in- interviewing for the Cave Crush. I am CB at I'm the Real CB, and of course, next to me, who always does the Cave Crush interviews, is Joe Dirt. Yes, sir. Joe, yes, you ready sir. to get this in, man? Yep, Joe Dirt Sheets on IG. Come that, on. That's right. And also, look, we always say this you don't have to be an Instagram model or a video model or a promo model to be a Cave Crush. But if you are, that works out good for us, and that speeds up the process of getting you on the show. That's pretty much the only way you're going to get on the show. Oh, okay. All right. Get get on there through him like that. All right, so check this out. We're going to get right into it. This week's Cave Crush is from Memphis, Tennessee, the dirty, dirty South. I really want to talk to her. She got some stuff going on. I really want to have glad she's on the show. Welcome to Inside the Cave. Miss Nia Dorsey. Hello, Nia. hello, hello. Hey, Nia, how you doing, Nia? I'm doing great today. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, so let me ask you a question, man. I, you know, I follow you on uh, Instagram, and uh, like I said, we we love looking at your pictures and stuff. But then all of a sudden, a picture shows up, and you with uh, Mr. Rick Ross. Yes. So what's going on? Like, what you doing with R- Mr. Rose? I mean, you know, we need two bosses, you know. Why not? Two bosses link up. Two bosses link up. All right, so what you, yeah. what, you what you got going on? You, like, sell food, too, on the side? I mean, I don't sell food, but, you know, we two bosses link up. Yeah, the wing thought I have cheesecake. Why not? Let him try a piece of my cheesecake. Yeah. So that's all Brick Ross wanted to eat on you with some cheesecake, huh? <laughs> I'm the best one on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just having fun. I'm just thinking about all the other guys out here. I mean, hey. Yeah, but uh, so, uh, so, how long have you been um, in business? Um, I will. I've been making my product uh, for 11 years now, but I've been in business for about 20 years. Okay. Um, I'm just saying, I'm kind of, I did it in high school okay. for a while, and then I stopped, and then I started like two years ago. Nice, nice, nice. So, how, how long you been modeling? 
I've been modeling. I've been had a desire to model since an early age, but I've done like little things like talent shows, fashion, local fashion shows, and stuff like that, and photo shoots. I would say some I still don't know, but I started taking it serious and put my all into it. I would say this past April. Mm-hmm. Hey. 2016. Yeah. Tell everybody where you from. Well, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. What do they call it? Memphis, Tennessee. Or they might call it First 48. You know. First 48. <laughs> hey, hey, what, what they, what's the... What's the acronym for Memphis? Making easy money, pimping hoes is in style. Is that what it is? Hi. In the South. Say that again. In the South, that's what it is. Okay. Making easy money. Making easy. Okay, let it go. <laughs> let, let's move on. <laughs> but I, I don't know if the saying actually fits, but I guess that's what the saying, the saying for Memphis is. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Memphis. Memphis is good. I like I like Memphis. I ain't been down there in a long time. Bill Street. Shout out to everybody li- in Bill Street. You be, you still, is Bill Street still popping? Oh. Um, I haven't been on Bill Street in a, a while, like probably two years, so yeah. I'm not sure. So, what, so where you hang out at in, in Memphis? Where you be at? Um, I'll be at Love in Memphis, Tennessee, and I was on Winchester. Mm-hmm. Um, CGI Entertainment is what I party perform with. Yeah. So, we, it's a love. I mean, it's a lounge on the weekday. Yeah. And on the weekends, it's a club at night. Nice, nice, nice. And let me tell you, son, your pictures are, woo. Who, like what kind of photographers you uh you deal with? Well, I deal with Sterling, Pick, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. Okay. I always come up with my concepts and things and my wardrobe for my shoot. So that's probably why they look so dope because you know I put a lot of thought yeah. into and the shoot that I dope. want and how I want to come out. Yeah, hell yeah. Now, what, what's what's your measurements? Um, well, my breast is thirty six. Mm-hmm. My waist is a twenty six twenty seven. Sometimes you know when you get to eating, yeah. and um, my my hips are forty two. Forty two. Wow, wow, wow. But what what did you say that first thing was? You said you said your what did you say? My breast is a thirty six C. You heard you heard what she said, Joe. She said her breast. I, I didn't even know measurements had anything to do with the breast. Did you know that? I just knew yeah, that. They want to know your cup size. I didn't know what that was. I, we're guys. We don't know. We just like to hear the numbers. We don't know what the numbers mean. We're just, we're just guys. Yeah. We're just guys. I gotta tell you. Now you've been in a couple of magazines and stuff. What magazines you been in, Ma? Well, you can see me in Black Men magazine, the last issue that they had out. Um, also, you can see me in Straight Sun. Yeah. 39 issue and also on the cover of Stress Bun 40th issue nice. and then you should see me coming out of Smooth magazine this spring Smooth okay but more importantly that you are inside the cave podcast you are our cave crush of the week we gonna go yes, hard with you we like you the whole gimmick on this show we wanna put a voice behind uh behind the beauty because you know a lot of times people just get a chance to look at you they don't get a chance to see what you really get a chance to know what you're really about so i just want to give mm-hmm. beautiful women a voice so they can talk about whatever so what like what, what so like what are you into like what's a normal day for you like you know what i'm saying like on a, a wednesday a hump day a no normal, pun intended a normal it'd be a normal day for me all day um you'll see me working basically i don't really like to do anything unless it's going to go towards my craft mm. and my brain. So you'll see me making cheesecake, making outfits. I also design swimwear. Um, I also design all the wardrobe. As you see on Instagram that I'm rocking, 
and um, I'm also networking to get, you know, Nia Dorsey brand out there more. Yeah, Nia Dorsey. So you, uh, you, you gonna do any music videos or anything like that? Um, I have done music videos. I've been in Drake Works Together. I've been in, uh, yeah, um, Truly Wild Yayo. Yeah, okay. I've been in Yo Got It, Whole Lot of Money. Oh, yeah. And, you know, whatever comes in store for the future, I will do that as well. Oh, stay working. Great. You stay on your grind, huh? Yeah. So, would you ever be in that, uh, Fet- what's how you say that kid's name? Oh, Fetty, come on, man. Fetty, uh, Fetty Wap. Oh, yeah, and I'm also in, I'm also in Hit the Quan video. You can see me on the treadmill working out. Oh, okay. Shape. You know how to hit the Quan. All right, hit the Quan. All right, that's what's up. Nia Dorsey. And, um, you can, I just did, uh, uh, just shot some scenes for the, uh, All Eyes on Me movie that's coming out with two cops and Biggie. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you you out there, man. You telling me, yeah, I'm really good chance to know you. Okay, so let me ask you this. Now you got you've been in a lot of magazines. Uh would you ever do any nude photoing? Please say yes. Um Um, it had to be in a sensual way. It had to be the light dim. Um I would I would like to do that, but I would like to do that more as my career blossoms well, because I wouldn't want to do that now when no one really knows who I am all the way the way I want them to yeah well I'm just letting you know because I have uh, we have good lighting over here in the dirt in the, in the dirt lounge over here and I got a great camera phone and if you want to do some camera phone. if you want to do some nude photoing you can always come up here and I I got the best oh, camera no, I don't know I don't know if I can do anything with camera phone <laughs> right <laughs> I mean I got the best camera phone on the market if you, if you want to get uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know about the camera phone <laughs> okay, well, I'm just letting <laughs> you know you you got that option. I'm just letting you know you have that option if you want to come, come to the dirty den. Yeah, dirty den over here in the, with the dirt sheets, and uh, we, I got a great camera uh, phone. Just letting you know. You know, I appreciate the office. <laughs> I love that sense of humor. I love that sense of humor. Yeah, Nia Dorsey, the cave crush of the week. Nia Dorsey. Um, um, like, what's your what's your uh, ethnicity? Is that the right? Am I, am yeah, I saying? No. Said, okay. Black and black. Black and black, really? You got an exotic look to you, so you sure do. Wow. Yeah, I have some I have some some things mixed up down the bloodline, but you know I am black at the end of the day. If you really want you know, put two or two together, I'm black. Oh, okay. Black and stacked. Alright, um uh, so uh what what else you got going planned in the future? What what's what's your next move? I see you doing stuff for Rick Ross and you got all this stuff going on, so what what what's your next move? My next move is just to, you know, continue to be successful and to be wealthy in a point in my life to where, you know, I can reach out and I can show ladies of my age and younger how to go about doing things. I also want to bring more attention to my city because we don't really have a light shine here in a positive way at that. Mm -hmm. So I just want to, you know, I I have a college degree, even though I'm not pursuing what my degree is in. I'm also, you know, just letting people know you can have class and also be sexy and sensual in a way and make something of yourself. Now, like, okay, wow, you got a college degree and everything. So, like, on a, a no- fallback plan, on a normal day, what is it like? What, like, how new guys are just trying to hit up on you and trying to get at you and, uh, you know, what I'm saying all day, all, all day, all day, nonstop. Wow, all day, nonstop. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a job. It's a, it's a full-time job. I should get paid for it because I have to 
you know, deal with that and also carry myself in a well manner for people to respect me yeah. and right. also handle them in a way where they don't, you know, feel disrespected because you disrespect a man and mm-hmm. can say some harsh things to you, especially in my city. Yeah. So it's like right. I just have to kind of wing them away. What's the what's the Same corniest what's the corniest pickup line a guy ever gave you? Uh, the corniest one to me, a lot of people might not feel like it's corny, but let me fly you out of town. Let me like, fly you out of town. Oh, you, what's you wrong with that? Let me fly you out of town for, for whatever you want to, you know, get from me. <laughs> that's corny. I thought that that sounds like, pretty good, man. Yeah, it's corny because no, it's it's corny because I don't know you. You don't know me, but oh. I guess a lot of people are going for it. But that's corny to me because they think that's what we want to hear. Oh, all right. Okay, you smart. You ain't going for no bullshit. I see. Okay, you ain't going for no okie doke. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, all right. Um, now being a model, how do you? Because, like, you were talking about how guys can say a lot of harsh stuff. How do you, like, deal with the fact that so you can just stay professional and you don't have to worry about guys just turning your craft into, you know, basically being a prostitute? How do you just stay focused on being a model and not doing a little extra for some change or whatever like that? And not that there's anything wrong with people who decide to do that, you know, live your life, but... You know, models get like well, a models get like a bad rep. Like you know, everybody wants to classify them. How do you well, deal with that? Well, first off, I have a son that I also have to always keep in mind of. I don't ever want to be represented in a way where he will eventually start to disrespect me or look at right, women. That's what's up, way. right there. That's so with that, I have to be me. I can't be nobody better than me. So if I'm doing something that's not me, it's not going to work out for me. Like for instance. Some people might feel like their back is against the wall, so they don't do this. The opportunity is not at hand. Mm-hmm. If you do something that's not of you, someone can always still not give it to you. Right. So mm-hmm. I just want to be respected because at the end of the day, I'm a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. And when a person runs across me, they might have the eyesight, insight of, oh, she's this. But once they get to know me, they're going to have to respect me. Yeah. So I just let people get to know me for I am. I build a friendship relationship. And if you want to, be around to help me out and to respect me that's fine but if you don't then you you know you're not you weren't good for me to be around anyway do you, so, think, do you think guys I have to wing it out all the time do you think guys really want to like how do you know when a guy is for real for real and not trying to use you and like how do you know if a guy really wants to be like a friend and be part of the business part of your life and not just trying to use you to get you know do what guys normally time will tell time will tell that's true <laughs> yeah when you when what is the craziest uh photo shoot you've ever done because i mean being a model i'm assuming that you had to go through the trials and tribulation of dealing with guys saying they had camera phones and you know stuff like that what's the worst situation you ever dealt with uh being a model worst yeah. Um, well, I would say the worst would be Fashion Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably know him as working or managing some of the top women in the industry right now. But um, I would say me and him actually had a friendship. And I had a friendship um, also with one of the other models he was managing. So um, I waited like two years because I really wanted to shoot with him because I thought his work was really a good look for me. Yeah, what, so what, what, what you say his name is, is again? 
studio. Okay. Okay. Um, so I paid uh, nine hundred for the photo shoot. Wow. Because you know, and then I had to travel to a whole other state, wow. and he just would promise me. And I was, you know, like I said, we were all friends. So I was random all the time, but he just promised me over and over for like six months that he was gonna give me my images. And I just came to mind that he was not gonna give me my images. I don't know what for what reason. too dirty for me I, I think I think them pictures are somewhere sticking together probably alright <laughs> you should be probably having a good well, time they can keep sticking <laughs> <laughs> you probably having a good time with them pictures yeah but hey, F you to that guy man you don't take nobody's money like exactly. that man you don't do women like that yeah you man. know for real you don't, you don't want to mess your I, I look at it though you know it's reputation so if you want to mess your reputation up like that then for real that's something you want to do. Right. I mean, you could have been sending him business. He screwed that all up. Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand guys nowadays. Like, the last thing I would think of if I, if I met someone like you is to screw you over. I mean, now, I might want to screw mm-hmm. you, but why would I want to screw you over? That doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but, you know, he thought at the end of the day, people might think they can screw me over, but I'm still going to find a way. Right. It's like I found a way to get my money back. Oh, you did? But he just, but the crazy thing, yeah, I went through my back, I sent them the messages with me. I had to sign a contract and all this stuff, I had to send the messages with me. I had his account information and all of that. But the crazy thing is that happened the summer before last, but he re- recently reached out to me on Instagram. I didn't know what that was for, but I, I don't know, maybe because he sees that I'm, you know, moving forward mm-hmm. with what I want to pursue. Nice. Now, uh, yeah, tell everybody, what is your Instagram? Well, my Instagram is Nia Dorsey. That is N I A D O R S E Y. So it's Nia Dorsey on Instagram. Oh, okay. Now you on Snapchat? Yes, I am. It's also Nia, Nia Dorsey as well on Snapchat. My Snapchat is a little bit more real. Like you'll see the real side of Nia Dorsey. It's a little crazy, a little country, a little funny. <laughs> Country, but you know, I'll I show that on Snapchat. 
Yeah, now uh, my uh, our co-host Big Dog, he is from Alabama. He's the South. He, I know he gonna hate he missed this interview, but yeah, shout out to the South. We got good girls like Nia Dorsey on and yeah. everything. Go Dog ahead. is still very much country. He still uses the outhouse. I don't think he has any indoor plumbing. Seriously. Yet. <laughs> yeah, that's an ongoing joke. <laughs> hey Nia, you got a little time. I like to play a little game, which is is pretty much just like okay. a get your mind out the gutter type game. So okay. I ask you three questions, it's three riddles, and you tell me uh, what you think it is, all now, right? Now, if you don't get it right, Nia, okay. the, the consequences are going to be real steep, all right? You got to get them right. Okay. All right, here we go. What is hard and hairy on the outside, soft and wet on the inside, the words begins with C, ends in T, and there's a U and an N between them. Mm. You saying a cut? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> no, it's a coconut. Uh, yeah? No. Oh, uh, it's a coconut. Come on, Nia. Come on, Nia. Gotta get your mind out the gutter. Come on, Nia. Oh, that man. was an easy one. Come on. What else you got, Joe? <laughs> Give her another one. See if she can do better. Okay, here we go. I got another one for you. Name a word that starts with F and ends with U C K. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, put that degree to use. Yeah, put that degree to use. Come on, you said you got that degree. Come on, it's easy. Don't think on it too hard. Uh, uh, I don't know. You tell me. Fire truck. See, come on, that was easy. I I knew that one. All right, I got yeah, one last sure. one. <laughs> Come on, Nia. This guy, please Come get, this, gotta one get right. this one. Do this for Memphis now. Memphis, Tennessee. This is this is this one for Memphis. <laughs> I go in hard, but come out soft, and I never mind if you want to blow me. What am I? Mm, it's easy. Um, you go in hard, you come out soft, and it's a man if you blow them or whatever. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you give up? Yeah, I give up. Bubble gum. Yeah, see? Come on. Bye. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> She is Nia Dorsey. She is our cave ah, Thanks for being a good contestant. <laughs> Nia Dorsey, our cave, our cave crush of the week. All right, Nia, I got to wrap this show up by this. These are just random questions. I just need to know. Uh, boy shorts or thongs? Thongs. Ooh, all right. All right. Uh, heels on or heels off? Off. Uh, oh, okay. Might get poked. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. Uh, to the side or take them off? Take them off. Mm. All right. Uh, uh, hair up or hair down? Down. Okay, All that right. sounds good to me. And one more, one more for the road. Doggy style or reverse cowgirl? Reverse. 
God, I love this job. Nia Dorsey, our cave crush of the week. You can check her out. Instagram, Nia Dorsey. Snapchat, Nia Dorsey. And you will see her on our page everywhere this week on Inside the Cave. Nia, I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming Inside the Cave, ma. Thank you all. Hey, CB, let's get into that boy Webby. Savage life, bad bitch. This week on Big Dogs Country Rap Tune. Players who fall from rookie and if you ain't got the cake, can't play with the nook and her sitting pretty and she soft as a cushion. If you try to holler, she might holler, she took it and she woke like a bad, talk like a bad, and go and get a half. Fix is a habit and a bad, going by fits more than average and bad. Get to take trips with the savage, can never tell a bad. The freak, she too classy, but I can tell from her lips that she nasty. Expensive passes, grip to the masses. She mean as a pit bull, sweet like cat. Now that's a bad You're on the number one show inside the cave. Now that's a bad, a bad chick. Now that's a bad, a bad chick. Girl, you 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 a bad, a bad chick. Let's get right back into it. Welcome back inside the cave. Shout out to Nia Dorsey. Shout out to Big Dog for that country rap tune of the week. Let's get into it. Our favorite time of the show. Tell me something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the cave podcast tell them something yo when inside the what's up people out there it's that time again for the dirt sheets and uh we got something out here that i found as i scout with the internet once again because like i always say everything that you read or see on the internet is true so i, I found some headlines for you once again okay now some might call them dirty some might call them funny but uh, I got 10 good ones for you. Go ahead. You want me to let Cam Sam? Cam. We got we to gotta, we gotta work over here. Go ahead, man. My son is here for everybody. Cam going to do the dirt sheets today. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Joe. Here we go. Got? Top 10 headlines that I just saw that uh, make you scratch the side of your dirty mind. All right. Number one, about eight, about eight inches make June 5th wettest in history. About eight inches make what? Yeah. June fifth, wettest in history. Oh, hmm. all right. You get that, cat? Oh yes. Scratch <laughs> the side of your dirty mind. Number two, <laughs> Republicans turned off by the size of Obama's package. <laughs> oh man, where you find this stuff? Lady jacks off to hottest start in conference. <laughs> Lady, wait, say that. Lady jacks off to hottest start in conference. Well, maybe you got to slow it down to actually understand that. I, I, I get it. All right, A-Rod goes deep. Wang hurting. <laughs> A-Rod goes deep. <laughs> All right. Girls' school still offering something special. Head. Whoa. Remind me not to send my girl to that school. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. That sounds like a good school. <laughs> Tally makes best of her two soggy holes. Nah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> too, too I don't know what it means. That's just what I saw, so I wrote it down. Okay. Uh, number seven, colleagues finger billionaire. Colleagues finger billionaire. Yeah, if I ever get a billion dollars, you stay the hell away from me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Man arrested after cops suspiciously suspiciously find small package in his underwear. <laughs> All right. Let that sink in. Number nine, porn star <clears throat> sues over rear end collision. <laughs> and number ten, here we go. The uh, most funniest headline that I find was student excited dad got head job. <laughs> student excited because dad, dad got the head job. Okay. Where do you find this stuff? Okay. It's all, it's, it's everywhere. It's the dirty side of it, and that people got to find it. And I got a nice little uh, thing for people to, you know, just think about. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, whenever you're doing something, whenever you're reading something, just think about this. 69% of people find something dirty in everything they read. That's a great percentage you think about it, right? 69% of people, people find something dirty in everything they read. That is the dirt I guess I'm part of that 69%. Say that's what she said at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a throwback right there. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, man. That's I, a big percentage of people. Hell, yeah. All right, that was the dirt sheets. I want to say shout out to Cat coming through on this episode. Shout out to the Cave Crush Nia Dorsey. And I got to tell you, this won't be the last time we'll be using you, Cat. I appreciate you coming on for this for this show. Thank and, you guys so much and for having me. And enlighten us. We will have you on again. I want to say shout out to Big Dog. Shout out to Veli Vale, Sid, and uh, Cousin Lamar. Look, I need everybody to send us. Cat, you do this too, okay? I need everybody to send us your emails, legal questions, anything you, any questions you have, any legal questions you might have, any legal concerns, any problems. We're going to have attorney Tiffany Simmons from Atlanta come back on Inside the Cave, and she will answer your legal email. So send us that stuff, and uh, attorney Tiffany Simmons will answer it on a later podcast. Uh, also, I want to say shout out to Roland. Uh, three Leaf Films, that is the drop you guys are hearing in uh, on the show, uh, saying Three Leaf Films, that is Roland, he does all our video packages that you can see on our YouTube channel, Inside the Cave Podcast, so go there, check out our, you check out, you want to see how the cave crushes look, go straight to our YouTube page, and I also want to say shout out to Mike, because you can go to the new and improved thecavepodcast.com. Go to our website, check out the new and improved thecavepodcast.com. You can see all our videos, our cave crushes, and you can listen to the show on thecavepodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Listen to us on SoundCloud. Hey, just Google us, man. We everywhere. Shout out to, again to Cat. Thanks a lot for coming on, Cat. For this real. The really? show took a different turn, a good turn. Um, I'm editing all that stuff out. You guys are not going to do that. Hey, I want to say shout out to Kayla. Happy birthday to Lamar and Kayla. I think Kayla's birthday is uh, this week. So shout out Keep to Keep that Jerry Carroll dripping wet. <laughs> shout out to cousin Lamar. But once again, send us your emails, all right? Inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Attorney Tiffany Simmons will be answering your emails. Anybody got anything else before we uh, wrap this show up? All right, is that for, I guess for everybody else, for Cat, for D, Free OJ, <laughs> for International D, Joe Dirk, you can follow me at, C, at I'm the Real CB everywhere, and we'll catch y'all ass next time on Inside the Cave. Free the bootleg, man.
Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. Three Lee Films.